Pro Podcast, episode 168, Hype is in the building. Hazy Baby is in the building. Stop it, Brickwell. You already know. Let's get it. Stokes in the fucking building. These niggas don't know if they in the building or not. See, they have to go. I'm here. I am here. Sure. <laughs> no, no YouTube this week. All audio. All audio. Follow yeah. us on the brand of OLS Podcast. YouTube, we should be, we should be back podcast. next week. We should be back next week. SoundCloud is out of left field podcast. Everything else, search OLS Podcast. Google us, everything come up. I found some shit the other day too. They rank our uh, they rank our episodes. Uh, you, based on the traffic, but it won't do the download, so I don't know what the fuck the traffic was. What was that was that on Chartable? No, I forgot the name of the shit. It was Did on, you give um list on the Google? You gave up his number, right? Yeah. Alright, um oh, let, let me know when they supposed to be calling so I don't let me know when I'm they supposed to be calling so I don't uh you know, ignore them or no shit 1215 like 12 15 like says. So. Well, it's probably going to be black numbers, so. Um. Alright. You should have like a 1215 and a 1 o'clock. Alright. Alright. Um. Probably. Alright, so the shot. Let's kick it off. Y'all ready? Let's go. What's, what's this episode 6? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Good episode. I liked it. Uh. Ronnie, no Keisha in there now. Ronnie, Ronnie, no Keisha in there now. So who? He coming back. Ronnie coming back. You know he coming back. So who is? Oh, uh, nah, Miss Evans. R.I.P. Miss Evans, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Rest in peace, Miss Evans. They ain't had to let me. All the way off the wagon. Yo, I knew she was going to die, though. But they ain't had to make her die that fast. Like, they could have let Ronnie leave. It could have been tomorrow or something. No, I'm like, it was it was thorough. It, no, it was, it was too it was fast, bro. Way, bro. It was Jesus. too fast. Yo, Wallahi, when they walked in, when they came in the room, he put her legs in the bed. I said, oh, she about to die. Yeah. I, I knew she was going to die just because it was like the whole reminiscing yeah, thing. Exactly, she exactly. went through her whole thing. She told her story and all that. I was like, oh, she ready to die. When she, when she said goodbye to everybody, that's when I knew. I was like, uh-huh. yeah, right. I said, damn, she ready to die. How fake was that, though? They shut down the whole strip club and everybody's just listening to Ms. Apple's I mean, it was fake, but not really, you know what I mean? It, no, but she, but she used to own it. I mean, I liked it. That, that was a real good scene. Yeah, though. that was hot. That was nice. I liked it, that. That was cool for Miss Ethel. You know what I mean? To go out with. It was a good scene. It just wasn't realistic, I think. Yeah, I mean, to a degree, yeah, I agree. Yeah, to yeah, a degree, you're right, though. Yeah, probably not. She wouldn't have had the whole club. She might have had a section or something, but, you know what I mean? Copy. It, de- it depends, though, like, yo. She could have been in there with the management of the club now. I was about to say, hype, it depends on, like, who you really are in that neighborhood. Like, if everybody know you as Miss Ethel, you was the lady that had, like, you know what I mean? They might have gave you that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, that was um, that was that was cool. I liked it that um, but yeah, Ronnie coming back for Keisha. I think Ronnie gonna get his gat or get something. So when it happened, I'm thinking he he know right, but he ain't because I'm glad he ain't trying to do it himself. Yeah, from I said, I said yo, out, he's bro. smart. I, I, yo, I respect I was it, Ronnie. Like, Thank God, like, you're real shit. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, he's gonna do what he did last time. Who the fuck is gonna let you in the But Ronnie ain't let dude know he knew. You feel me? He ain't let main man know he knew. I liked it that. He gonna go, go get, uh, what's her name? Dre. Yeah, he gonna go get Dre again. And they over there. I admit, who was letting just some random nigga in their crib, though? Oh, yeah, I need some bathroom. I'm laughing. Man, I, <laughs> it was I think, I think, right I think, there, I think he had to play it like that because. 
because he was asking too many questions about the yeah, no doubt. and all that. So he had to play it cool and just let him in. So you act like it wasn't him playing. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm not letting you. What do you mean? Can you come in? Cuz who? Huh? What? Like, I don't let I mean, you in. Yeah. You stupid he had to let him in. Yeah. And then, and then he says, so that, man, from upstairs, that was, that was you let a strange nigga in your crib don't even walk him upstairs. And then, and then, and then, and then, shout out to the internet because it was the right nigga. They had the right nigga. Mm-hmm. The car, right? Right? No, the boy who was jogging and the boy who came in the store and dropped the change. And Somebody the, pulled the sim, had the fire stick and, and mushed us, man. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. No, but Sim, no, Sim, Sim said his flying stick don't do that. So mine no, don't either. Don't do that. Yeah, that shit ain't giving up no tape. I had to watch five. I had to if six wasn't up. Remember, I told you. Yeah, last night, right? Yeah. I had to watch five and then it loaded right after. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so damn, my man Kev, man, this is what I, <laughs> Kev birthday comes. Ah, y'all mad at this chick for telling her girlfriends? Um, she didn't tell them though. Yeah. She told her mom. She didn't tell her. No, she told her. Well, yeah, she said she told her mom. And then, all right, well, y'all mad for her telling anybody? Right. Um, I ain't mad at her telling. Not her necessarily. Mom. No, I'm not. If she yeah. would, if she would have just blatantly told the girlfriends and he told her not to, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Then yeah, that's different. But yeah. she told her mom because at the end of the day, she ain't know who to go to. She seen. Right. She like, damn, I would be. Uh, he ain't showing nothing like mm-hmm. you didn't me. Mm-hmm. His sister going, I don't know what to do. Like he don't want to talk about it, so she went to her mom on that tip. I ain't mad at her. Right. All right. I'm see, not, that's what I, that's what I was going to say because I'm like, you know, I already know. I said I don't really like the little girl, but I like the way she moved in that situation. I don't know how to handle this. I'm gonna go to my mom. I'm not gonna go to one of my goofy ass girlfriends who ain't gonna know shit neither. Mm-hmm. Go to my mom and see if she know how to handle this because I'm trying to be here for him, but I don't know how to be here for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if she so just I respect her for moving like that. Yeah, that wasn't. I'm I not wasn't mad at. at I'm not mad at her for how she did it, but I'm not mad at how he reacted either because he don't mm-hmm. know how to deal with that. Exactly, mm-hmm. he emotional and just like right. she said, he ain't saying shit. He ain't walking around emotional, so that was a chance for him to just. Black right. on somebody. Yeah, yeah, what the happened. fuck, man? Like, yeah, I mean, what took you on? Yeah, that's what she said. I want you to say something. I want you to talk about it. <laughs> We've all been there. Man, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's and I and you, and typically I don't want to talk about it. I'd rather right. walk off. Yeah. Right. Copy. Yeah, it was if she'd have just flat out told her homies, it would have looked like gossip. So her telling her mom was just on some I really care type. Mm-hmm. He gonna he gonna get over shit. it. You know what I'm saying? Get over it. What's up? Oh, how about uh, Brandon? Brandon cousin pops back up. Yeah, time out, man. Niggas, somebody had the fire stick on that one. Who had the fire stick on that? One? I asked, "What's up?" Was that Brandon cousin last week? Was it? Yeah. And somebody said, "Yeah, well, I got a feeling they're gonna work him back into it, though." Somebody said that. I ain't here. I don't remember hearing that. I might have. I think. I think. I remember saying he might have been done. The whole family's down. I think he might have been done. I thought he was done. Yeah, that was a nice appearance from Cuz, though. Cuz got his weed shit flowing. Mm-hmm. My man mm-hmm. Emmett played his part in there. Just put your fucking shoulders down, too. Right, too. I know motherfuckers, too. Yeah. Fuck you, you mean? Right, but you came in on some bullshit. You knocking shit down. <laughs> he did come in on some dumb-ass young bullshit. You over here, So you think he knew that was his shit? Or, was, or he saw he was just, damn, he the owner. He ain't oh, all right. know. He ain't know. Because he didn't even know he was the owner. He said, damn, you work here, nigga? Yeah. Like, nigga, oh, he shit. shit. All right. Copy that. It was good to see him though. I ain't going front. I was like, well, all right, that's what's up. They yeah, some familiarity. Yeah, somebody you know. Out of there, you know? Black business. <laughs> somebody you know. How do you support black business? Because it's 
the show is still good. You know what I mean? We still like the show and everything, but it's so many new characters. It's almost like a new show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, it is a new show because you lost uh, Jerrica. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So many new characters. Like, we talked about that before the season even came. It's going to be a whole new show. It's like season four for The Wire. It's like the transition. No, for sure, but they brought in a lot of new people. Like, they take out Common, you bring in Papa Dad, man. Like, mm-hmm. you didn't, they brought out, like, they just, you know what I mean? They did a lot of switching around, you know what I'm saying? You, swaps, now. Yeah. Swaps. Reg out, Trey again, you know what I mean? Right. Like, That's so, another thing, too. We found Reg bread. <laughs> yeah, it was some bread in there. It was. Reg told him that. Reg told him, yeah. And See, this is one thing. And he, knew the nigga was, and he knew the nigga was stalking him. Yeah, when he was at the I basketball was court, he was in the car. I was having hard right Jake two times in a row, huh? <laughs> I was wondering why, yo, this nigga is strapped every, like, he's always just sitting here strapped. Like, you're not going through with nobody. Like, no, he you know, they was following you from the house. But, but then he says, all right, I didn't know he was staying in Reg, one of Reg's trap houses. No, so right, I ain't. But remember, I ain't. Remember, I They was looking Reg. for Keisha, though. They killed all them motherfuckers. They went in there and snatched. They killed nobody. I thought they shot a couple people in there. No, they didn't. They ain't bust yeah. one shot. Oh, no, right. they ain't shooting nobody in there. Oh, all right. But it was, a, no, it was still the, yeah, no, but it was, it was still the principal though. It was still the principal because he told Kev that before that, like, I run up in there, they're going to kill me. Like, yeah. it was still the principal. So he got to move like that now. Yeah, he know. But no, nah, he was moving like that even before they ran in the crib. No, nah, he was fresh out. What you no, but he smoked the fucking Wild Boys leader. Oh yeah, he did smoke oh, the Wild yeah, Boys yeah, leader. Yeah, never mind. Right in front of Duda. Right in front of Duda. Right, 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 right. Shoulders down. Forgot about that. So, um, he hit the ball from deep. He, he did. He gave him a wiggy from the from behind the arc. <coughs> he gave him um, some with my man Duda. What's up with his mom? Uh, she, she oh, man, her and Candy. That was a funny little exchange. <coughs> <between. coughs> Just you, like you on knew, the tip, like two mean, two mean bitches. Like, and you knew Candy wasn't going to put her shoulders down. You knew she wasn't going to put her shoulders down, right? Oh, bitch, take the, but she did the right thing though. Yeah, she did what she had to do though. Bitch, take this dub, sign this shit, Yo, and then yeah, get the fuck out of here. Papers, California. She got to shut up. If she don't do that, she she ruined the campaign. Hello. Hey, hey, what's happening, man? What's up? It's OLF podcast. Who we on with? There we go. This is uh, Rolando, Rolando Boyce. Oh, we got we got Rolando Boyce on the line, brother Darnell. Darnell from the shop. You got the yeah, earpiece yeah. in, Darnell. First what's, what's going on? Oh, yeah, do you got the earpiece in? We got to know. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I use the I use the AirPods. I, I do got the AirPods in, but uh, <laughs> no, no, no earpiece, man. Copy that. Copy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Copy that. <laughs> so it ain't never too cold so, for me to get on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it ain't never too cold for me to get on the grill. So what's going it's on, bro? Uh, it's show ain't cold now, boy. <laughs> nah, it definitely ain't cold now. Yeah, yeah it's a bean out here for the next couple of days. Hi, so you we we look we see you from Chicago. How you how yeah, yeah. how you um feel about the show? Like you know depicting the city. Like how 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 is your take on it? You think it's is accurate? Uh, well, you know, I think it's um, I mean. It's it's pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate. I mean, you can't you can't you know TV ain't gonna let you show the real South Side of Chicago. I mean that that right. just be a straight up documentary or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no question. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it's just too, you know, you got, you, you, you just, they just network, network ain't going to make you show the truth. But I think that they doing, they doing a hell of a job. You know, that's what kind of attracted me to it. When I saw the first season, I was like, man, this is, this is all right. You know? So and, um, you, uh, did you, you, you reached out to them to try to become a part of it or they reached out to you? No, no, you know, it's, um, man, it's, you know, one of those, it's just one of them, I want to say like a magical moment. Like I was saying, like I saw it and I was like thinking to myself, like, man, I got it. This show is nice, man. I got to figure out how to get on this. And I don't never usually do that mm -hmm. with any kind of TV or, you know, I mean, you know, roles come and go, whatever the case may be. But I just happened to look at it. Uh, and then when they showed the final the credits at the end, one of the producers, one of the executive producers were common and Lena was uh, this lady named Shelby Stone. Mm. And, sh and Shelby Stone is actually the person who cast me when I did Trap in the Closet like years ago. Okay. So, so I was like, man, all right, if I, if I got a... And I had, I had, I had done an episode of Scandal with, with Kerry Washington. It was a really good episode. And I was nice. like, man, maybe I'll... Maybe I'll, I'll, you know, make a clip of this and send it in to Shelby and try and pitch my way into the show. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, not too long after that, a good friend of mine named jo Joe Wilson, um, who was producing on NCIS LA, and then he got hired by Fox 21 to, to come over to the shop for the second season. And he called me and told me that. And I was like, yo, man. I was just sitting up here trying to figure out how to fucking get on the show. <laughs> and, he, and he was like, all right, well, you know, he said, well, I'll, I'll be able to let you know, you know, so you can tell your people when, you know, when the audition, you got to still do your thing. You know, I'm not, I'm not running the show or whatever. So I was like, yeah, bet. So, you know, he told me the different roles that was coming up and, uh, you know, one of them, as you remember, uh, from the second season, one was Duda. And one was Darnell, uh -huh. you know, and uh, you know, you know, you knew that. So I actually did. We actually had Duda, Duda on last like, on last week. Shout out to Duda. Y'all, man, that's my boy, man. That's my boy. Shout out to Curtis. Yeah, I actually, I actually, Curtis, I auditioned for for Duda, uh, but they they liked me for Darnell. And, uh, okay. And you know, and but I knew I knew Duda was gonna have more episodes. Darnell was actually supposed to have three episodes three episodes in season two you expanded. so he was just like so he was just like i was like well i i, I, I love the character i said but you know i you know I, i'll just take one if it's just three episodes and just three episodes but i, I kind of felt in my heart like if i get on there and do my thing shit that three could stretch to something else so mm -hmm. it's showing up yeah that's what we, we gotta ask you that how was how was how did that feel to be you know the first man black man in history to get all the baby moms at the same dinner table peacefully? Some dudes still like yo Darnell the man though, right? Yeah, you know man. So, so you get both. I see, I see my man get two baby moms together, but not all four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having having a deal and everything. Yo, man, but it's it's cool. Darnell is his own. You know, I, I love the character, man. I mean, it's 
you know, it, it, and it, it see, and the thing is, is like when I when I first got the role, you know, they don't tell you, you know, they told me little bits here, this, that, the other, but they don't tell you how you're gonna, you know, flesh it out. And then once mm-hmm. you start to, you know, that's the great thing about the creative process. Once you start to, you know, them, them jogging suits goes on, the earpiece and mm-hmm. <laughs> everything. I feel, I feel like I'm slipping into them right now. It's just, you know, it all starts. To, uh- <laughs> Just, just come out, man, and, 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 and working with you know most of my stuff is with Jacob, man. He's incredible. Man. Yeah, he's we, good, we have man. Such a good vibe. We like, I like him too, man. Man, he's so, he's such a good, grounded young man. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I just can't found out that he's a singer. Yeah, Jacob Lattimore sings. I didn't know that. I just found hey, out that he's a singer. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, we we working on him next, so you can drop in a good word for us. You know what I'm saying? We'd appreciate hey. it. For sure, for sure. I yeah, got a, yeah, yeah. I got a quick question. Do you so so you um are you getting yourself these roles? Do you have an agent or what? No, I have, I actually do. Yeah. So so basically, when when I was telling that story, uh, I just kind of hit up my agents to let them know what what you know what to look out for, what to submit me for. Okay. But no, I, yeah yeah I have a I have an agent agent out here in LA. I have a manager out here in LA. I also have an agent in Chicago. So I mean it's you know. Uh, you got to get wrapped up, man. Right. How important? How important was it? And when did you make that transition to like LA? How important was it to like get out of wherever you was at to get to where you needed to be? Um, I, I came out here in two thousand six. Okay, so you've been out uh, for from, a minute from from, from Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I had probably started acting maybe around ninety seven or something like that. So I did mm-hmm. about. About, oh, you've been in this for the for a minute then. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for a minute. So I mean, I was doing a lot of theater in Chicago. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of theater. You know, only thing te- television wise was uh, Prison Break. Prison Break first dropped. I did a couple of episodes of that, and then uh, and uh, and it ended trapped in the closet. But then, uh, you know, when I did Prison Break, I was like a cop. Okay. Very few, very few lines. And, uh, and, 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 you know, everyone who had the major roles, they were bringing for me to L.A. and New York. And I was like, man, in order for me to, to really, you know, to be seen, I got to get out of Chicago, you know, mm-hmm. to, to do more. So I made a trip to New York, made a trip to L.A., and I, and I thought that L.A. was, you know, better fit. Because for New York, it's a lot of musical <coughs> theater. There's a lot of theater, but it's a lot of musical theater. And I don't sing. Mm-hmm. And uh, for for LA, it was just like a lot of you know, you just do the TV, commercial, movie, everything. So I was just like, yeah, this this is it. So it was a big jump, man. I mean, it's, and it's a lot of yeah, it's so many talent. As you can see, there's so many talented cats in Chicago. I'm so glad that there's not a lot of shows where people can see, you know, the talent that's there. Like uh, you know, uh, Nina Nina who plays uh, uh, Tyler uh, Amber Crabby who plays Nina mm-hmm. Kevin's mom. That's yeah. the Chicago talent. You know, we'll be, yeah, she's yeah. supposed to be coming on tonight. She's uh, coming on today, too. Yeah, we'll be talking to Nina a little bit later, right after you. What'd you say? We're going to be talking to Nina today, right after you, a little later. Yeah, yeah, that's my girl, man. We go back like 20 years. But it's just so good. Oh, straight from There's the so shot. There's so much ta- talent in Chicago. You know, now I'm glad that the, you know, the, the nation is able to see it. But, but for me, I just I felt like I wanted to make a move. And I'm, I'm happy with it, you know. I'm happy with it. I got, I got a question, man. It's T. Stokes from the show. Um, 
how often do you get like you know offers to, to do to do different roles? You know what I'm saying? Whether it be TV or or movies. Shit, it, it don't happen, man. A, 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 a very few times. I don't usually. I mean, I ain't no big name or nothing like that. So I don't, ain't nobody looking for me. You know, most of the stuff I get is you know through auditioning. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I ain't, I ain't at that point yet, you know. But I, I, I mean, I, I like to grind. I mean, you know, any like any anything you do, you know, you grind it, man. Yeah. I just, you know, we we grind it, man. Absolutely. We, shoot, I just had, I just had an audition. I had to put on tape for for a film, and you know, but that's that's the beauty of it, man. If you ain't grinding for what you love to do. What you doing it for? Mm-hmm. Ain't no question. Bottom line, man. I got a couple joints for you now. What does what does uh, Darnell think about Jada dating a uh, coworker? <laughs> hey, uh, you probably uh, gonna see. Man, I don't know, man. I don't know. She do her. She do her thing, man. I, you know, we we look. I I absolutely love working with Yolanda Ross. I think we. we we hit it, you know, we have a good chemistry. Like I say, I'm I'm very fortunate that most of my stuff is with Yolanda and Jacob. We get on set. It's you know, me and Jacob we we, we can crack up. Yolanda once they once they hit action, somehow I find something to piss her off or to give me a look. Uh, you know, I, I like playing, you know, you just that ex, that dude that, you know, she can't get away from, but I, I keep uh, man, wait till y'all see later in the season. It's, just, it's, <laughs> it's hilarious. Don't give us too much. We got you. No spoilers. All right, r- r- real quick. Uh, I got hold up. I got another one. What advice yeah. would Rolando give to Darnell? Because Darnell's all over the place. That's a good one. Right? Oh, that's a, that's a hell of a question. Let me see. I mean, Hashtag I, shoulders down. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't know if I don't know if Rolando could give Darnell. I, I think I think I'd rather much rather take some advice. I think Darnell may be like, man, I ain't got time to be voting. 
question and then we're gonna let you go um okay, a, okay. there's a lot of violence going on in chicago as right. well as where we're from which is philadelphia um what, what what kind of precautions what do you think we need to do to bring some of this down if not get rid of all this all this violence that's going on it's a hell of a question man um it, it's sad it's really sad i'm not sure why you know um you know, we gotta we gotta educate the young brothers. I think a lot of it is, is the, you know, the youth, the youth. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, gangs have always been in Chicago. I'm sure, like Philly, mm-hmm. back when we was growing up, man. You know, the, the older cats, man, it was it was just you know, there was rules, there was laws, and now these young, you know, these young guys, man, they they just, you know, the first thing they're doing is just capping people off, man. And unfortunately, it's a lot of innocent bystanders too mm-hmm. um, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, my, my mom is, is still in Chicago so every time I talk to her I talk to her a few times a week and, you know that's she giving me the recap on you know who got who got shot here who got shot there you know it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's sad man it's, it's really sad I hope we could do something I really do I'm not even sure if they all know but you know, once the uh, when the rap, that, that, that you know, there was a lot of looting too in Chicago around the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, they did uh, the same thing here. Yeah. Huh? They did the same was thing here. Was it there in Philly too? Yep. Yeah. 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 And, and, and they and they, they tore up the South Side of Chicago. Mm. Like it wasn't nowhere for wasn't nowhere for nobody to go to go shop, man. You, you know, we in the middle of COVID too, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it was just it was just really bad, man. Just really bad. I mean, I love Chicago, love it to death, man. But we gotta, we gotta figure something out. I wish I could answer that question, man. The only thing I could say is just like I think that we gotta, we gotta just get into the youth, you know, and, and try and, and and be better fathers and father figures, you know, the men, men, you know, we we can do it, you know. But we gotta be in there. I mean, I, I remember working in the schools in Chicago public schools and and reaching these kids, man, because. A lot of them don't have father figures, and once the streets get them, man, that's that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. They gone. Yeah. Yo, bro, um, we appreciate you calling, man. Thanks, man. You just gave us some good stuff, man, and uh, we appreciate. Hey, so, it, man. hey, let me ask you. So, we, are y'all, uh, you know, now uh, with COVID, are y'all still gathered together, or y'all all separate? No, actually, we separate right now. We 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 doing it through a through a house party app. Okay, 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 yeah, man. Yeah. Look, y'all got a, a smooth thing, man. Y'all got a couple of clips from. I was watching a couple of y'all clips. It, it, it's hilarious, man. It's <laughs> and it's so real. And it's so real, man. Yep. It's so yep. real. Yeah, you know, it's genuine, so just, bro. Hey, keep doing what y'all doing, man. It's a it's a beautiful thing, man. And, I, and you say you say Tyler gonna come on in a little bit too. Yep. Yes, he is. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah, that's dope, man. That's Yo, we we love. We love y'all show, man. Keep doing what y'all do, man. It's a, it's, we appreciate it's, it. It's a great, you know, representation of the black community. You know what I mean? We don't have a lot of shows like that. So we, we definitely love y'all show, and we're going to keep y'all name out there, definitely. Yeah, 
Hey man, hey y'all, I gotta I gotta holler back at y'all at the end of the season after you see Darnell. Man. For sure, for sure, for sure. I was sure. I was about to say I'm on your ass now. We got you on once. <laughs>
you really don't care for, but you learn to accept. I'm going to start this one off with the Simster. Been quiet today. Simster. Uh-oh. Okay, Slam Simster's walked off. All right. Mr. Ingrained. Mr. Ingrained. Stokesy. Go ahead, Stokesy. You started off then. Um, the one thing that I've learned to accept that I hate is that my, she don't, that she takes her time with literally everything. Like, it don't, she moves with literally, like, no sense of personal space. <laughs> yeah, like, she just, if we're going somewhere, like, I mean, like, like, prime example, like, we went out yesterday. I'm gonna go next. And, like, so I made a reservation, reserva- made a reservation for 8.30. I told her, like, yo, I need to be ready by, like, 7. Like, I literally told her 7 o'clock just so I knew, because I still wasn't going to be ready by 7. But I just, this is the shit that I got to tell her, like, that I just know if not, I'm going to be frustrated as fuck trying to wait all night. So That's what I got to do to my brother over there. That's what I got to do to my brother Bricky over there. If we go somewhere, I got to, I got to tell Bricky 7. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, boy. You go, boy. You go, um, you go next, boy. You yeah. Yeah. Did you say never? Uh, you tell me, what I you said I'm with Stokesy on that one. I said I'm with Stokesy on that one when I'm fucking with uh, you. But, um. Oh, uh, yeah, you know. But we uh, know we're going to get there on time. We just going to. Um, what was I about to say? Oh, I know. My thing is, uh, it's just a yelling. You dig me? All constant yelling. Like, you dig me? And, like, not even, like, malicious. Not even, not, it's not, like, malicious yelling. It's just. Yell, you just a loud yeller. You can't really help it. Like you think me? <laughs> but like, like I said, it, um, why this chip bag over here? It ain't that deep. Yeah, it ain't that fucking deep. Why you yelling? Like you think me? You think, like might be at the kids or something, but it ain't even nothing. Like holy chill. But you know, you gotta take something. I guess. I mean, for mine, I'll say. The lack, like, she don't really take her health that seriously. And what I mean by that is, I'll tell her before she go out for work, yo, you need to eat something. Take some water with you. You about to be in these hot-ass houses, all these fumes and all this shit. You cleaning and all that. You make sure you eat, right? But she'll come home and be like, I'm so hungry. I'll be like, so you ain't eat all day since you've been out there? No. Right? So I learned to accept it because it's, it's, it's a grind mood thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you chasing a bag or you trying to provide or do whatever you do, sometimes you ain't thinking about eating or no shit like that. You just straight thinking about doing what you got to do, get your day done to get home. But I try to tell her all the time, that's unhealthy. Like, she'll come home or by the end of the week, she having crazy headaches and all this old crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's something I kind of learned to deal with. Like, all right, that's just... Her mindset, like she just in her bag, you know what I mean? Like, what? You went off, nigga. Your phone wrong. What you mean? What? Oh, I didn't even see it. Excuse me, I wasn't even looking, but it's all good though. Hayes was going anyway, so whoever's next can go. Alright, we found it too, Hayes. It's go ahead, hamster. I'ma say the lack of seven days of yams. I need yams. <laughs> seven days a week. Yeah, seven She's not coming down seven days a week. I've had to accept that now. K Billy. 
Wait, did you just say the lack of yams? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Yes. yes, that's that's what he said, bro. Yes, that was what I'm doing. That's what you learned that's up. You hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Excuse me, excuse me, listeners. I ain't mean to give y'all that buzz, but mm, hold up, I missed that. Hold up. Hayes was trying to get me to do something. Run that back real quick. Alright, go ahead. Repeat the question because we, we got messed up. Um, technical difficulties, y'all. Quarantine episodes. Damn, baby. So the question was, what's that one thing that you've learned to live with from your partner, girl, wife, whatever, that you really don't care for? Like, it's something that you know you really don't care for, but you just learn to accept it. Right. My answer was that I'm not getting yammed seven days a week. You're here every goddamn day. Copy. This is right, the problem. Let me go. Let me go. Go ahead, Bricky. Let me go. It's my uh, turn. I, 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 ain't no problem. I mean, it's your answer. Ain't no problem. Nah, it's KB. Go ahead, Bricky. I would be, would be like, <laughs> on time. Like, just always on time. I can't be one minute late. I can't be three minutes late. She's just always want to be on time. Shouts out to Bruce, man. I'm wasting my time. Yeah, copy that. I would be. Tom, Podcast. SL Jackson is in the building. Mm. What's going on? How y'all doing? That's our first sponsor. What's going on, bro? How you how you doing, man? What's what's going on with the book, man? The Animal Instincts joint, man. Break that joint down a little bit. Let the listeners know what that book about, man. What it's hitting for. All right, yeah. Well, first of all, I want to thank y'all brothers for having me on. You know what I'm saying? I'm SL Jackson. I'm from Angster, Michigan. That's 20 minutes outside of Detroit. And I'm a uh I'm a debut urban fantasy writer. And my first novel was uh Animal Instinct, The Urban Jungle. And basically, man, what Animal Instinct, The Urban Jungle is about, it's about a family of outlaw rabbits, and they run a criminal organization in the underworld. But it's really about family. You know, it's love in there. It's, it's trust, it's honesty, it's loyalty. So I decided to write the book, man, because it's been on my heart since I was in, like, fourth grade. You know what I'm I'm 38 years old now. And I wrote the first part of the, I wrote the, the beginnings of the story a creative writing assignment that I had in fourth grade and I can never forget the story. It was always elements of the story in my head. So one day, man, I just decided to, uh, I took a medical because I'm an auto worker. You know, I'm from the Detroit area. So, you know, auto work is big out here. Yeah. I'm an auto worker, man. So I had, I took a medical, I went and got a computer and I sat down and I said, I ain't going back to work till I'm done writing this, man. And I wrote, that was in September mm. of last year. So I wrote it. I put it out in March and it's doing pretty good. We actually, uh, we actually turning it into an animated series. Okay. So we're in the process of that now. Uh, in the next week or so, we go drop the first look for the animated series. And I am actually the only author in history to write the novel and to turn the novel into a cartoon on my own. No studio, wow. no outside help. 
artists, I'm self-finance, you know what I'm saying? Oh, SL, real quick, SL, you need a voiceover for a character, I'm here, baby. Oh, no, it, it, it's done. Everything is done. It's just we in the process of rolling it out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, damn. It, 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 it's something done, you know? But you never know. What, what, because right now, excuse me. Um, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you got some more books in the works, man. Um, yeah, I got some other stuff in the works, but the truth is, man, like, this project is going to change the world, man. It's changing the world now. Like, I won an award for it. It's the actual gold medal award winning 2020 Elit Award Short Story Fiction. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I'm a debut writer. That's so what's up. I'm winning awards and all of that. My first go-round, but... The story got so much to it, or I could do so much with it. I'm definitely writing another one, but I gotta give the world. I gotta, I gotta be fair to this project. I gotta be fair to Animal Instinct, the Urban Jungle, and give it a good run. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Question, real quick. Now, when you you say it's about a family outlaw rabbits, but is it they literally rabbits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this and this is going uh, on in the jungle. This is about the jungle. You know what I'm saying? All right, yeah, all right. Okay, it. copy that. I just wanted to, I just wanted you to clarify that, but copy that. I'm with you. Yeah. So basically, when I was a little uh, when I was a little kid, I got a twin brother. You know what I'm saying? I'm SJ. My twin brother AJ. We actually got a podcast for the Connected Experience. That's us. I'm SJ from the Connected Experience. Okay. But, um, when me and my brother was little, man, our older cousin had this rabbit, and we used to live, like, up the street from him, and my auntie and them used to leave the door unlocked so we could come in the house from house to house. You know what I'm saying? You know how I be in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So we came in the house one day, man, and we let my cousin rabbit go. And ever since we had let his rabbit go, like, we were, like, fascinated. Like, what are these rabbits doing? What is these... What is this? What is this possum doing? Like, where, where y'all like, grew up, bro? Where you grew up? Where you from? Michigan. Oh, Michigan, yeah, Michigan, excuse me. 20 minutes outside of Detroit. I'm from Inkster, Michigan. That's the most important 6.2 miles in the world. If I had more time, I'd break down why, but Malcolm X lived in uh, Inkster, Michigan right before he was murdered. Uh, a black billionaire, Don Barton, come from Inkster, Michigan. I'm from Inkster, Michigan. We got gold medal Olympic Olympic winners. We got NBA athletes. We got NFL athletes. We got we got everything, bro. Like, I, we got platinum producers. We got all of that straight from Angster, Michigan, twenty minutes outside of the D. You salute, know what I'm saying? Salute, so salute Angster. Man. Just, That's my first. This is my first time hearing about it. Oh uh, man, uh, just research Angster, Michigan, man. So much gonna come up. Angster, Michigan. Uh, Henry Ford, you know, uh, the, the Ford cars. He had a guy start the city so the blacks and the whites wouldn't go to school who worked for him back in the day. That's how the whole city was came came about. So mm. blacks and whites who worked at the plant, they so their kids wouldn't go to school together. Okay. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Man, before, before, before we let you go, bro, first of all, shout out to you. We appreciate you being our first sponsor. And the knowledge, and the knowledge right there. Yeah, and, and the knowledge that you broke down for us. And you said you got all this stuff in the works. Don't forget about your boys at the Left Field Podcast, baby. <laughs> Voiceovers, you need a little promotion, however you need it, you hear this, it's good. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to continue to uh, build a working relationship with y'all, because like I said, bro, we podcasters, and I've been checking y'all out, man, so, you know, podcasters got to stick together. I don't know if y'all was hit before the pandemic, like the last two years, Urban Podcast Month, I don't know if y'all heard about that, but me and my brother started that, so people could recognize Urban Podcast, you know what I'm saying, but... 
I definitely appreciate y'all having me, man. If anybody listening, y'all can go get the book at 1sljackson.com. 1sljackson.com. Uh, I got interviews on the site. You could you could research me first and check me out before you purchase the book. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate people who do that to see what I'm really doing because, like, Animal Instinct, the Urban Jungle, if they haven't heard of it, they go start hearing about it more. Some people might not be into the book, but they go be into the cartoon. Some people might not be into the cartoon, but they go be into the merch. So, like I said, I got to give this this full opportunity to take over the world. Yeah, man. I mean, I would... We wish you success on, your, on, on that path, bro. No doubt. And we want to be with you. Right? I, I appreciate y'all, brothers, man. Thank you. No doubt. Yes, sir. All right, boy. Yes. ASL Jackson 3 on the gram. Yeah, but if you really want to know about me, just go to 1SLJackson.com. Yeah, 1SLJackson.com. Copy that. Appreciate you coming on, bro. Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate you having me. Appreciate you. Alright, bro. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, why well, is CEO trying to call me? Um. So the next topic I'm gonna go to is um. I'm on. Go ahead. Next topic, wait. I'm going to it now. Uh. Damn, CEO, mushrooms. Follow us on the gram at OLF Podcast. <laughs> Any podcast platform, search OLF Podcast. Everybody did their partner, right? Yes. Sam said he was going with everything. He was last. Yeah, Sam, explain that, bro. Come on with the bullshit. What you mean? What you, How's that book? everything. What you mean? That, everything, so, you, so you don't like nothing about your partner, but you just learn to accept it all? I wasn't going to go there, boy. I was trying to let that brother live. I don't know if she's locked in. <laughs> Come on, no, bro. I, What's the one thing you don't like that you don't really care for, but you learn to accept it, nigga? What I'm saying is... Is it the mouth? Is it... Copy that. All right. Say no more. Say no more. You think you know what I'm saying? All right. Get my shoulders down for you, bro. Yo, why do people... Why do people complain about? Why do people complain about the things that they ask for? I'm gonna start this off by saying I have no idea why he's just playing fucking love songs in the background to the air. True, but shoulders down, Hayes. But uh, <laughs> I have no idea why people complain about things that they ask for. I hear people do it quite a lot, but I have no idea. Why. I have a oh, I, I got a good one for that. So when they when they first at most people when they ask for something, they not looking at long term or thinking long term. It's all about the right now. So when you ask for something, i.e., a woman might say, "I can't wait to have a baby. I'm ready to get pregnant." Yada yada yada. Right. So all that short term shit comes. Oh, she gets pregnant. Her friends make a big deal about it. There's a baby shower. There's a reveal party. But then the baby comes. And it's constant crying. You can't go out like you used to. You got a baby baby uh, uh, breastfeed every hour on the hour. All that shit. So, 
Now here comes all the bitching and all of this and that. But you couldn't wait though. You you know you was ready, quote unquote, allegedly. That's all I was about to say though. I said, I, I said I see plenty of people do it. I just don't you know? know why they bitch though. But yeah, same thing. You know what I'm saying? Maybe one of you brothers knows why they bitch. Simster. <laughs> Stokesy. He keep fucking with some. Stokesy, some shit for him. Stokesy. Um, you don't got to talk about what I just talked about, but just give us something. I know. Um, I think they do it because they just like to hear themselves talk at, at this point. He stole my fucking answer. Absolutely. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, that's honestly. Good you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I got so a better terminology for you. So it's like, you know, when you, it's like, it's like routine, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you get up and you brush your teeth and all of that? Like, when you complain about something so much or every day, it just, it becomes routine now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, now it's just routine and it's just like, okay, well, I'm going to go in and complain about it. I'm not going to put my shoulders down. So, yeah, like I said, they like to hear themselves talk. That's mainly what it is, I think. You know what I mean, like, that's the, the number one thing. Go ahead, Rick Webb. I like that. I would say talking out your ass. Just talking, like you said, you got lips. Like, why would you um, talk about some shit and then complain about it as soon as you get it? That don't make no sense. Like, if you, if you, want, you want something, you want it. There ain't no sense of wanting it for two weeks and then the, the third week, you're like, I don't want it no more. You're complaining. And, right. Like, you don't want nothing to do with it. text a woman when you're trying to hit. Sim, can I start this one with you? Say it again. Some, something you text a woman when you're trying to hit. Hypothetically, obviously. What that mouth do? <laughs> He's funny. Hey, yo, I wow. thought about that yesterday, but I gotta get something better than that. Yo. Who you sending it to, Sam? Who you sending it to? Don't do it right now. Don't do it right now. Go ahead, Brick. You gonna say go ahead, Brick? <laughs> 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 I, 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 I
expecting. I knew you gonna say go ahead and bring it in. So you already know. Don't have nothing on but the radio. <laughs> Mm. I mean that, that you can't lose with that. What you going to? <laughs> um, great, Hank. What the yams taste like? As my big bro told me one time, bro, sometimes got a little cock. Hey yo, hey yo, Stokesy. Stokesy, that's a chick you try to hit. What you want to eat? Copy that. Copy that. You hungry? <laughs> Yo, that was a good one. That was a good one. Some nuggets out here, huh? Okay. That's a man. Oh, you want all the flats out here? Either that or you want all the flats. Heavy on the top. Yo, two types of niggas, man. Two types of niggas. Only thing I'm texting is I'm coming. I'm on my way over there. I'm coming. Yeah, I ain't <laughs> know what it is. I'm coming. Don't have nothing but the radio. Yeah, nothing but the radio. I like that, KB. I'll be there. Something like that. Easy baby. My dick hard for no reason, though. That's what you said. <laughs> This nigga texting my dick hard for no reason though. You better off just sending the the purple um cabbage. What is that? A turnip or something? That nigga. The eggplant. Yeah, you better off sending the eggplant, bro. Like, come on, man. Yo, yo, I just will. I just the eggplant. The eggplant. The purple eggplant. You better all just send in that joint. Like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> no reason. Wow. Yo. Yo. Is that the name of the episode now? Glad. 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 Stokes, he always wants something that gotta be shit. Get the Gotta be the name of the episode, bro. No, you better. Oh, I got you. Is you better off sending a purple egg plant? Heavy eggplant emojis out here. All right, um, let me see. Uh, all right, let's see what we can get. One more. What's something you always wanted to try but never did? Stokesy, I'm pretty sure you got something for this. Something you wanted to try but never did? Mm-hmm. Take a road trip. What? What, you mean a driving John? Eagle sound, yeah. Just yeah. get in the wheel and go? Just go all these different yeah, places. Yeah, like a road trip, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, just like take a road trip, a, a trip to... Texas, okay. Whenever y'all ready, we need to drive to Maine and get some good seafood. Yeah, we gotta get an RV and get on some shit. Colorado. No, we gotta go to Colorado and get Yeah. Y'all driving to Colorado? No, we ain't driving to Colorado, but me and Nev going to Denver. Oh, chill, know. chill. We can we can drive to Maine. That's straight ninety five. We can do that. Yeah, and get an RV, go to Maine and get the seafood. I'm with that. 
Yeah, yeah we talked about that two years ago. We still ain't been. Kevin said Colorado, though, on the drive. My man said he was trying to go cross-country on a road trip. Have you come? Is it going to be cool That's for you to come? Way. You know, know without right? your lady and all that type can of you, thing? Can you come, right? I said day trip is cool. Ain't no can I come. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I don't want to be going all this time. Yams list, I'm good. You just said you learned to live with it. You just said you learned to live with it, though. What's up with this guy, y'all? Listen, nigga, I'm going off the Anejo, and Brick just said you ain't that horny. <laughs> This is the Out of Left Field Podcast, and you are now tuned to fuck in pretty much. Nobody fucks. Yo, nobody on this. Yo, stop. Time out. Just nobody on this microphone and podcast right now getting pussy seven days a week. So stop it, bro. I don't think I wanted seven days a week either, bro. Leave me, man. days a week. Don't speak for my dick, y'all. Speak for your own. Hey, but you talking about when you was a young boy, like you think me, you were, you wanted to, you know what I mean? Hey, man, I didn't never stop wanting to. <laughs> <laughs> Again, man, y'all know who my big boy is, man. Two types of niggas, y'all. That nigga said I ain't never stop wanting to. Hey, yo. All right, chill. Chill. Yeah, chill. Yeah, we five at a time. I can't hear what's going on. Yeah, chill. Yeah, we aware. Let's get it back down for the listeners. Um. Yo. All right, something you never tried that you wanted to. Y'all funny, though. Running theme for the day, white yams. <laughs> white yams. I ain't all about yams. Sim, something you never tried but you wanted to. I'm going to say a threesome. Ooh. Sim. I'm going with what I just said. White yams. Brick wild. Mm. I have to turn the yams. Something I want to try that I did never try yet. God damn. Ooh, I might. I ain't trying to do no skydiving, wild white boy shit. I don't know. I said goofy that ass did that. That's on the bucket list. No, no fuck that shit, shit man. Something I haven't tried. I would. I would fuck with the white. I would fuck with the white. The um, the the, the bad oh, white. Now everybody, now everybody want yams. Yeah, everybody want white John. Y'all niggas. Y'all hear these niggas, man? All that black. All that black power. We talk on this motherfucking podcast. I asked y'all what y'all never wanted to do. Everybody's like, I want a white girl. I want a white girl. I want a white girl. Don't, don't judge niggas, bro. Hey, Stoke said. Hey, Stoke said. You see why these niggas be arguing with us, bro? You see why these niggas, you see why these niggas be arguing with us now? <laughs> now, let's not expose off camera shit on camera. Now. No, ain't no off camera shit. Now, yeah. Nigga, if you notice, I ain't. I didn't. I'm not still waiting to try that, like you niggas. <laughs> <laughs> That was before I was in my black power bag. You didn't know? Uh, when, when it was four niggas, one chick, I wasn't there. 
I never got on the, I never got on the four niggas, one chick joints. Well, uh, yeah, niggas yeah, four niggas, one chick, white chick. Yeah. Yo, I said I, I never. I said I never. I say who know what the fuck is y'all into? Man. They know me. I can tell y'all. So y'all want to tell me? Way overrated. Um, way overrated. Way overrated. Yo, um, yo, yo. I'm trying to move on. Yeah. Oh, I ain't going yet. Oh, Hayes. Hayes and go Hayes. I, I want to sing, bro. I want to serenade a chick, bro. You can't sing, though, bro. But you said what if it's something sure? I could do. What? No, no, no something that you wanted to do, but you never tried yet. You do me like... Well, fuck you. Singing. All right, well, I fuck it. What's one? Singing? I'm not sing meant to live alone. <laughs> <laughs> Turn this house into a house. <laughs> Hey, yo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, hey. Yo, I can't with y'all niggas to tell you. Yo, man. Hey, yo. Right now. <laughs> yo, niggas is on the beam. I'm on the Anejo. What the fuck you talking about? Anejo. Nigga, I'm on a white Gatorade. Alright. So, um. I'm on wine. The slang. Slang. We're going to step into. Make you want to do karaoke. We're going to step into the sports world now, y'all. Y'all ready? Yeah, bro. I did karaoke before. Fucking with strong, you do shit like that. Um, so, uh, damn, I just lost it. What did I say? Oh, no, the Washington team. The Washington team. I'm going to start with the Washington team. Oh, my God. What did y'all think about about that? Y'all man Dan Snyder, he, he says, all right, we'll change the name to the Washington team. Petty. Oh, man, that's great. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Nefwell, you go first, Nefwell. What do you think about the Washington team? How do I, how do I feel about the Washington team? That's the name of the team now. It's no longer Washington No longer Washington Redskins. The Washington team. I mean, how long, how long, how long Reese has been in, 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 in the joint for? Like, um, like 1932. Yeah, since the 30s. And then, oh, yeah, let me, let me, hold on, let me, let me clear it up. They, they, they're only supposed to be the Washington team for this year. They, they, they're working on their name and shit. Yeah, they I'm don't have it together. Say, yeah, yeah, I think I, I, I think I'm cool with yeah, it. Yeah, they said the trademarks and all that shit take like a year, year yeah, and a half. Yeah, they're working on all yeah, that they, now. They're just, they gonna, they're, they're just using that for just their little first steps of trying to really find a real name, a real It's, it's, it's like, 
they didn't want to rush it, so they just, you know, took the best probably option that they could have for right now. They didn't want to rush it. I think they didn't want to rush their name, and they tried Bro. to make it, you know, more. Simpson. Very fucking clever. <laughs> If you're from D.C. and you're listening right Hype. now, call up. Hype does all the marketing. We ain't live. Hype does all oh, the yeah, marketing uh, for the podcast and shit. Because you Washington motherfuckers pay somebody millions of dollars to do a, have a marketing firm to come up with the Washington football team. We will take the check for $800,000 to come up with a better name for you motherfuckers. To come up with any kind of name. Them niggas sat around in the boardroom together and really just said, fuck it, we used to be the football team. Bet. And they cut them niggas a check for that. So anybody in the DMV area, <laughs> you call DM, let us know. We will take 800 grand. Fuck a negotiation. Take 800,000. <laughs> we will get you a fucking name. This is the coolest shit I ever heard. Hayes. <laughs> Stokesy, no, let's Stokesy go next. Hold on. All right, hold on. Go ahead, Stokesy. Bro, it's it's the most it's the most ridiculous shit in America. Like, motherfucker, talking about it's temporary. Bro, like that's your laziest shit. Bro, they've been protesting this name for fucking at least twenty years, bro. Like they've been protesting this name, bro. Like forty, bro. Alright, okay, but I'm just saying, but like, we actively, like, super hard, at least the last 20 years where it's been on TV, like, motherfucker wanted to change this name. So, like, in 20 years, you mean to tell me you couldn't have come up with no possibility, like, yo, okay. Baby, we never changing that name. If, but, but, okay, I was firm on it. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Dan Snyder like, said he was never changing it. I know, but that goes they've been writing right articles on this shit since like the seventies. Though, like y'all need to change this name. Like, like when Kornheiser and them first started in uh, the Washington Post. But like, and listen, like, but that's but that go to shit. Like I said, that you know when you get a certain level, like they get that stubborn, like you said. But even still, bro, like I said, even doing this, even if you're that stubborn, I know there are people that have worked there or come under there that have gave you suggestions for different names in these. Changing it, you probably didn't have like a name sitting yeah, around. Yeah, you you didn't, 
So you 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 can't really say like, yo, all right, well, two weeks or three weeks or two months like that. Motherfuckers just got a name that they really want to stick to. Because at the end of the day, like, you can't forget, like, this is somebody's business. This is somebody's shit. Like, so this is something I got to stamp to my shit and be willing to ride with for the next 40 years or whatever the case may be. So I probably can't come up with that right away. We got to crunch a couple things and try to come up with something. So in that aspect, I I, I give it to him. But I still, I still think Dan Snyder being a dickhead in some ways, though. Like, because that's just... Who he's known to be. That's his, that's his perception to me. Because I don't know the man. So, But that's his perception to me over the years of the, the shit he be doing. And he, he really don't say much. But even when he do, it's not never nothing. You know what I mean? That I fuck with. So on that tip, I think he is being a dickhead because he can, though. And there still, bro. I believe their name used to be the Warriors before they changed it to the Redskins. And then I got a question. This is my this is my other question. Wait, hey, 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 oh yeah, you ain't answer. Go ahead. I'm 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 with Boring Brick on this. Whereas it's gonna take some time to come with a good name. Like you could, it's too many Warriors, too many Bulldogs, Bears, all this old crazy shit. So a lot of times teams want to be original, man. You know what I'm saying? And it might take some time to get something. I'm glad you said that. I got it, it's going to take some time to get something out of the ordinary. Like, you can't call it the Capitals. That's the hockey team. So, you know, you want to find something relative to maybe what y'all had or where y'all from. But nobody wants to sit there and be the Washington Warriors or the Washington you know Washington what I'm saying? Them little same average-ass names that anybody can do. You know what I'm saying? Like The Washington Black Matters, you said? I, the, I, shit, the Washington Black Lives. Go ahead. I don't give a fuck. Shut but the fuck up. <laughs> I ain't being the Washington Black Lives. But what, I'm say, what I'm saying Man. is nobody wants to be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They could have easily put the Bulldogs Man. or the Washington Hurricanes, some little dumb-ass shit. Like, it's going to take a minute. Um, so what I wanted to say though, like, so what y'all think about this? I saw something where they were saying, you know, people was, was calling for the name to be changed to the Washington, um, natives. Since y'all had it as Redskins, oh, yeah, change, okay. change it to natives. They said that they wasn't going to go with nothing to Native American, though. I'm cool um, with that. The natives would have been fine with me. But still, like, you you could say you're the natives of Washington. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever is, like, the stamp down mean. Washington, I don't know what that may be, but you can make that the logo. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I mean, that's cool. I ain't got no problem with it. That's what I thought when I, I heard that. You know what I mean? You don't really, you know what I mean? But at the same time, you saluting them, saying natives. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like it. Go Cowboys. I don't give a fuck about the Redskins. Um, and then, see, that was another reason why these Redskins was Cowboys versus Indians and all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. It was all playing Probably. off of that. But, um, and what, NFC shit? Just period. You know what I mean? That was something that was selling in the, in the country. You didn't Cowboys know? and Indians been the shit since Cowboys. 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 the beginning of the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as far as, um, as, far as this, too, they said, uh, what about um, the Native Americans? You know, you think they should have a say in what the name is? No. No. Yeah, I don't think it's so. not your team. Yeah, I don't think so either. What y'all think? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. No, everybody know. Copy that. Um, all right. So, let's get on from that. Um, or, I two. mean, do they think, do the Native Americans feel that bad about that, 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 that name and all that? that they some do, feel? some don't. I'm about to say, they really pressed the issue. They was the, the main people like, look, we not feeling that shit. Maybe they should have a little bit of a say. Yeah, I don't 
say. I ain't saying a whole lot. They should be able to give their advice. They should be able to get their opinion or, you know, just give something. That's the case. They, I mean, if they the reason that kind of got them to change the name and they really put the type of way, yeah, um, let them say so. Alright, um, so it was about 15 women coming out following, um, sexual harassment complaints and stuff of that, of that, of that sort, basically up against, um, the Washington team, we'll say, you know what I'm saying? Um, this, these things going back years, though, uh, some of it was, I think, 2013, 2014, things, stuff like that, but it's yeah, a bunch of... They had like a they had like a joint for the uh, for the front office. Yeah, it was, it was like a, one of them retreat type joints. A bunch of a bunch. E- even though even around the around the the, uh, the building, like they were saying, they getting sexually harassed. Men always um, smacking them on the backside or uh, commenting on their titties and things of that sort. Like yo, so. Uh, well, yeah, that all stemmed though from they said they had like a uh, they retreat. They was like prostituting the chicks, like they already knew what it was. But so I'm was, assuming if we just had a threesome on the weekend, now the dude just come in and um, think hold it's on, I, I think like, we got, I think we got uh, Taylor. Hello, you on the phone with the All Let's Go Podcast? Hi, this is Taylor. Uh, hello, Miss Tyler. How are you? I'm great. How are you? We're doing good. We're doing good. Waiting to hear from you. Waiting to hear from you. We we spoke we spoke to uh one of your uh castmates earlier, Darnell, Mister uh Rolando. Oh, Mr. Rolando Boyce. Yeah, Mister Rolando Boyce. He said you guys go back about twenty years. We do. We're theater folk from Chicago. You know what I mean? Yeah, we go back a ways. Um, yeah, I, I want to ask you something that I asked him, being as though you're from Chicago. How do you how do you feel about this show and how it represents, you know, the city? Like, you think it's accurate depiction? Uh, yeah, I do feel like it's an accurate depiction. Um, what I really like about it is that it focuses on, uh, yes, there's the crime element that is there, that is in Chicago, but Chicago also is about community. There are people, we, we live here, and, and, and that uh, crime element is a backdrop in, in many communities, but so much more goes on. You know what I'm saying? For and sure. the shy deals with the people who are not necessarily involved, involved with in the, you know, the underbelly mm. of the city. They are just people living and surviving, you know? Yeah, Good for people. Sure. We live in a very similar city, Philadelphia, so... I feel you. Very similar. Um, well, we big fans of the show. We we like everything y'all got going on. Um, how how did you get uh, the role? Did you reach out to them or did they reach out to you? No, uh, they reached out to me in the sense <laughs> that they did auditions uh, in Chicago. And um, I, I guess they had done a uh, pilot episode first. And for whatever reason, came back to the table to do a lot of recasting. And I was called in during that um, time. And I auditioned and was uh, was cast. So it was really just the typical process of an actor. Okay. Did you do, yeah. did you do any, did you audition for any other roles? No. You got that? No, okay. I only auditioned for Kevin's mom. <laughs> That's, that was it. That's okay. what they, the breakdown uh, said. Well, you are playing. I got, a, I got a question on Kev since you brought him up. Did everybody just get a pancake since Jake? I mean, since uh, Papa dropped the cake last night. 
Well, you know that's that that's his favorite. You know that's his favorite is actually uh, pancakes. So the cake was a nice gesture, but Kevin likes pancakes. Um, I just want to know. You know, you you play the love. You know, you, your love interest is another woman on the show. Um, how does it feel doing that? And, you know, if you don't mind me asking, are you bisexual or any, anything like that? No, I don't mind you asking. Uh, no, I am not bisexual. And how does it feel to be in an intimate relationship with a woman uh, on, on, on camera? Uh, well, you know, because I honestly believe that what people do in their bedroom is their own business. Mm -hmm. And love is really absolutely love and uh and so i don't i don't approach the character any different um okay. it doesn't make me uncomfortable to play a woman in a same-sex relationship even though i personally you know in my life i'm not in a same-sex relationship um but it doesn't bother me to portray that role because as an actor i want to represent you know real people and the, and the people of the world so uh and one of my I was very excited with the idea of portraying this character because, and I had the opportunity to say this to Lena Waithe in season one, when we did season one rather, which was, it's not normally depicted. When you see uh, lesbian couples, same-sex couples, especially with the, when there's a black character, she's either, you know, they're affluent in some kind of way, she's got a white partner, mm -hmm. and they're, you know, they're doing their thing, but it's not often mm -hmm. that you just see a woman, you know, living amongst the rest of the community, raising her children, who happens to be in a same-sex relationship. So for me, as an actor, it just gave another layer to the character that I, I was that. Yes. Um, excited to dissect, you know? Mm -hmm. um well, now that I, now that I know that that you said that, I want to say you playing the hell out of playing that the hell out of that role, <laughs> playing the hell Thank out you. of that character. So that's number one, right? And um, that's the only reason why I wanted to know that, you know, just to give you that. You know what I mean? You playing the hell out of that character. Absolutely. Um. Then number two, I want to know um, why did y'all switch girls as far as your partner? Like, how did that go about? Because it kind of just. Wham, you got married, and I was like, damn, is that a different girl? And it's like, oh, yeah, now it is. It is a different girl. But how, how did that come about? Why did y'all switch? You know, I don't have the answer to those types of questions. Honestly, you know, it may, it may seem like we, uh, because we're involved with the show, that we have control or uh, our input is, is, is taken to, into consideration. <laughs> but that's not the case. So those yeah. decisions were made before I landed on set. Okay. So I don't actually have the answer to that. Okay. I got I got two questions. Uh, okay. While you was talking about your acting, when you did the scene when y'all thought y'all found Keisha on the beach, and you mm -hmm. told Kev when he come in and it's not her, man, you acted the hell out of them tears. You had like the hiccup going and everything. What did you tap into to hit that note? Well, you know, it's um. It's funny because I personally had experienced a, a great loss, uh, not like a child or anything. I don't have any children, but I had experienced a great loss. And so when you are, uh, it's interesting as an artist, we're always examining our emotions and always registering what that 
moment felt like, even if it's the worst moment or the happiest moment, you find yourself thinking, like, this is what this grief feels like. So when we came up on this uh, this season, I knew that I was going to have an emotional path, right? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, once I knew that, it's almost like you ever want to cry over something and you can't, but then you show up at work and they're like, we need you to cry. Right. And so you can just you can just use that um, emotional baggage of your own uh, uh, in the moment. And so I, I was living out emotions in my personal life within that character uh, in those wow, moments. And I was really, so they were very honest. The same question that we asked, I asked Melinda earlier that plays Darnell on the shot. Who you voting mm-hmm. for? Mayor. Who do I vote for, Mayor? Camille. Camille or or Aduda. You know I'm gonna vote for Lil. Come on now. Now you know I'm gonna go for Lil. She representing. You know she's saying good things. Stuff you want to hear. Yeah. She's so, tired of having the you know the machine in Chicago. So you know. How? Yeah, she gets my vote. How, how's the vibe on the set, like, around, like, the whole cast? Does everybody get along really well? Yeah, you know, it really, and I'm not just saying this, you know, I'm real talking with you guys. Like, it, it is that way, though. It is uh, a beautiful experience on set. I, the, you know, the last two seasons, I was in and out, right? I, you know, I come in, I worked only with, with um, my, my kids, and so I wasn't there nearly as much as I am this season. And... Everyone from crew to hair and makeup and craft services and cast. And it's just very, it was just a very, um, I like to say kind of buoyant atmosphere. Everybody was in a good mood and ready to do good work. And and it just felt like a really great team of people. And I I enjoyed every day on set. Absolutely. Every day. That's great. That's great. Uh, A question. Do you guys, um, do you guys hang out a lot off set? I mean, to, to build like a rapport when you guys do actually go on set? I believe that the rest of the cast, that, that they probably do. I did not, and I, uh, not because I wouldn't want to, but many of uh, the cast members that are from out of state, you know, they, they, they finish work and they probably have things that they do while they're, you know, being put up here. Mm-hmm. But me, I live here. I live in Chicago, so... Right. My life's still going on, you know what I mean? Right. So I still have things, not that there is, isn't, but you know, if when you're away from home, it's a different way of, of working because you For don't sure. have all the distractions, right? Sure. Um, so, no, I didn't actually hang out a lot with others. Plus, some people would go back home if they weren't shooting and, and things of that nature. So, no, I did not hang out with uh, folks outside of work. And in addition, I felt very... Um, I would be exhausted after the shows because oh, I can um, imagine <laughs> because the, it is such emotion. an emotional season, yeah. and I was I, I I'm an actor from the stage as many of us are, and so I don't I don't halfway do it. I don't know how to. You don't just turn it off. You know your body doesn't realize that. Oh, that's all fiction. This is it feels mm-hmm. you've taken your body through that emotional journey. Yeah. So sometimes I just wanted to go to bed. And yeah. chill. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. that's, 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 you know that's you know that's yeah, that's crazy though. But that's that's real though. Like 
and as a, a fan just watching, you know, you never think about that though. That y'all really have to, you know, take that all the way in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. So my, my, one my one more question is my one more question is go let me my fault. Let me go real quick. I gotta get this off if I lose it. <laughs> so the the honeymoon scene, right? Mm-hmm. Where Dre where Dre surprises you with what she surprises you with. How how did you feel about that? Like when you read that in the scene or seen it or whatever, like cause as as people watching and when that happened and she takes her pants off and we see that, we're like, Oh, it's getting real. So how was that for you? That was a uh well, you know, okay, so no it was not love scenes are so choreographed that there is no surprise to be like, wow, okay. oh my God, what's happening here, right? So you know everything's going to take place before it takes place. And you, I, I, I'm not a child, so seeing that is not a, like, right, right, right. you know, oh my God, what is that? It's just, uh, <laughs> it's just a part of the moment, you know what I mean? I think I was more self-conscious. Um, and, and let me first say, I, I have no insecurity about you know my appearance i am a grown woman i look like a grown woman yeah and uh and my insecurity came from a beautiful black woman very fine thank you very much came from knowing that that millions of people would see me in a, a state that i you know when when you go okay now i wish i was snatched (laughs) so yeah i mean that's the woman in you personal element of it than the than the actual pop out of uh the joystick we'll call it that copy that (laughs) some of these brothers over here oh i think chinese brothers in the world so you know Um, So, I'll, I, I, real quick though, I got another question up just to, okay. to to piggyback off of kind of what you said about how you know you take the emotion home, and this not even really towards the shot or anything, just in general as an actress. You know, uh, when you've done other, have you ever played like a, a a different role where you've been you know in love with a man, or you had to be like in like you know deep in love with a man or something like that? Yes, I have played roles where I have been in love with a man who died and in love with a relationship where he didn't love me back. I mean, I've played the gamut of the roles that women experience in the world because, you know, does art imitate life or does life imitate art? So I've lived a great deal of relationships on stage and... um, And I've even had to be, you know... uh, sexual on stage not with actual sex but of course sexual and uh again it's such a smaller audience that it didn't bother me so at at all i wasn't self-conscious of it you know um Um, so yeah i I, i've had to i've had uh there was a time as an actress when i'd be like i you know i want to go up for the mother role and people would say you're not the mother type you're not the mother type uh, well i'm everybody mama now i'm everybody (laughs) mama on tv commercials and theater and tv shows and films i'm everybody mama so uh i i have had uh interesting season of playing and I really loved it because I think mothers get the least amount of respect, black mothers in particular, in uh, society. And so I have played mothers in the last several roles, and I've enjoyed them tremendously. So they've had all kind of love affairs with them, not just with 
uh, their children, but the fathers of the children, you know. Um, all right. Well, the, the reason why I asked the question, though, is because I wanted to know, is it hard to like because what you said about the emotion and things like that, is it hard to not really like that man or love that man or whatever that you that you're acting with if you if however long y'all doing the movie or the the series or whatever is it hard to to not actually like each other when you when you um no yeah it, 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 it the thing is you know um i'm sorry did you complete your, your question yeah yeah i was good i was good go ahead well the thing is you know the best the best moment are when you have chemistry with someone and that doesn't mean that you're in love with them or that they're in love with you, but that you have enough chemistry that it reads like these two people really belong together and really mm -hmm. like each other. But again, the, the turnoff switch when you're dealing with someone like you can turn, you, you turn off the emotion because you know that this person is just your scene partner and and you just enjoy the charisma you have that isn't love you you know you're an actor you're per, you're portraying a loving relationship and you do have a, a um a chemistry a loving chemistry as actors but it doesn't transfer into you know not everybody there's always been theater love you know you walk you and play the role so long with somebody you start thinking you in love with them, and then you, after the show ends, y'all like I can't even stand to be in the same room with you. <laughs> you you're really in love with the character. You're not in love with the person. So that happens all the time. We see it. We see people get married after doing movies and divorce three weeks three weeks later. But okay. for the most part, it is not something that's difficult to turn off. You, you know that you're with the same partner, and you just enjoy the, the fun you have. Um, one of the best. Um, chemistries i see on in the shy for me is watching jacob and hannah mm -hmm. jacob Lattimore and hannah hall mm -hmm. i i think that they have such chemistry that that even their their, their arguments are so honest right. you yeah, know what i mean they do they they, um, they seem very real yeah, and both of the, you know, yeah, well, I know that Jacob's in a, a, a loving relationship, and and uh, so they're just friends. So no, I don't. You don't take it. You don't take it home with you. The the affections your character has um, for the other character, you don't do that. But when you have literally question. cried over Let's something together, all right? day, you cried over it. So that crying is tiring. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and so when you've taken your emotions somewhere all day, you're dealing with your, the residual effects of being exhausted from just using your emotions that way, you know? I just want to know, I have a question. Um, did this role um, on the shot open up any, um, any like, you know, new opportunities for you that you weren't kind of expecting or, like, looking for or that, this, you know, kind of just came up, like, you know, because of this role? Um, I can't say anything in particular at this moment, but, uh, more opportunities continue to roll in. But again, I've been acting for quite some time. I've, uh, I've been in a number of series, you know, some of them got canceled, but, <laughs> but I was in them. And, um, and so I think that definitely from this season, I will see even more, uh, people asking me to be mothers <laughs> or offering me an audition to be a mother. But, um, yeah, so That's no, great. it hasn't right, right this moment as we speak, 
but the that's the beauty of acting you put work out there that is constantly opening opening doors i mean not just acting in every career you put you, you do one thing and it opens the door to another so i anticipate a lot of um promise from working on this the shy you know um hey hi real quick let me piggyback off the mother thing okay do, do you um miss tyler do you worry about possibly being typecasted and now all of a sudden all your roles is being a mother sort of like a jennifer lewis type you know in that sense no i don't because what what my typecasting has been if i if i could call it that is i've always played a very powerful character i'm either the strong mother or the ball busting attorney or the uh you know, the strong character, mm-hmm. you know, Utopia is a new series that's, that's about to happen. And I'm in that as a uh, professor at a, at a university. Okay. And so I don't feel that it would, it would typecast me um, or limit me. Mm-hmm. But I also feel that the, di- the 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 different levels that you can be playing as a mother is exciting and i do believe that with the, when the industry gets back on its feet after you know what covid has done to all of us mm-hmm. that uh the, those opportunities are going to be even more rather it's a mother um how can i say this so a mother can also be a professional in something. Do you know what I mean? In yeah, the shy, yeah, I am a mother. I represent the mother. You don't really know where I work or what I do for a living. But there could be another role where I am a professor at a university and I still have a son. So I don't fear that at all because there's so many dynamics to being um, a mother. A, you could be a lawyer, you know, in, mm-hmm. a, in a series or a film, uh, a cop. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I don't fear it at all. But I, I think you fit the role got... of, of strength. Uh, when I look at you, like I don't know you personally, but you, you look like you give off that strong woman vibe. Yeah, that's why. I can, I mean, you know what? I'm gonna post my uh, reel on on online because I love comedy. I absolutely love it. I've done some stand up comedy, but but in my whole career. Uh, uh, I would like to see people, that. <laughs> people always are like, yeah, yeah, but we want you to be the, you know, we want you this role, you know. And uh, I did a series a while ago that was so great. It was so much fun and, and being in this comedy. It was called Shrink. And and uh, it was a character so not what people are used to seeing me do. And not not on, tel- on, on uh, film anyway. So um, I love comedy. And there's nothing more fun than getting that opportunity to be in a really good comedy. I got two more before we let you go. Okay. I saw that you are a writer. Do you have anything in the works that you're currently writing on? You working on anything outside of the show? I am. Yes. Uh, in fact, I'm a I, I am a playwright, and I also uh, I'm a screenwriter. So my play, I have a play that's uh, actually was slated to open this summer. Um, here in Chicago on a main stage, which was exciting. It's called Relentless. It's uh, uh, about um, uh, Black Victorians. But that has been pushed back to the coming season. So that will be up. And uh, I am currently working on turning that into a um, series. 
and uh, writing part two of it. So okay. those are my that, that's my writing projects coming up. And then uh, I also direct. So I have a directing project that I'm doing here in Chicago at a theater called Raven Theater up on the north side. I'm looking forward to that. It's a new play by uh, Joshua Allen, who's a writer for Empire or was a writer for Empire. And um, so, yeah, those are my on the horizon projects. Okay. okay. Like I said, I had one more. Uh, you need me extras for that. You know, just guys' background fodder. You make, don't forget about your boys down the left field podcast. Um, and tonight, I saw that you posted. This is how I jumped in your comments. Y'all got uh, what are y'all doing on these Sundays with these lives? Uh, post the show, post the episode premiere on Showtime. Uh, well, uh, t- this um, today, this Sunday, today. I will be um, talking with Lena about, uh, you know, the season and the, se- the, you know, episode six. And and that's what you asked me, right? What are we doing on these lives? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after the show, uh, after it goes off, um, we sit and we chop it up and just talk about, you know, the the experience, the people and, 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 and what we think and how we're feeling and, and all of that good stuff. So it's really, it's fun to watch. I've watched a few of them when I've been available uh, as she's talks to other cast members. So she's, she's, she's making her rounds with each of us, which is great. Cause you know, sometimes the work goes out and you, everybody's off to their next project. So you don't get to have that opportunity. And especially if you're not like in that, 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 I don't know that first eight, right. And by the first eight, I mean, everybody's on poster. You might not have the opportunity to catch up with someone uh, as uh, busy as, as Lena. So it's nice to have the opportunity. Yeah, I saw her on there with Papa last week. Uh, yeah. If you could put in a good word with us with, with Lena, we would greatly appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but you I'm, make make sure you uh, make sure you you know hashtag her and everything because I'm sure she's keeping up with everybody who's loving the shy and especially from the shy and and you know um, I know you guys are Philly but y'all you know y'all are brothers so just uh, you know make sure you let her know you're oh, showing no her this much love because yeah, I appreciate no it really I can't really imagine wanna. she wouldn't. Yeah, we, we love what you what you guys are doing and um, we appreciate that y'all y'all all have been like. Real, real, um, real good with reaching back and just hollering at us, and we appreciate you taking your time and just keep doing what y'all doing. We love the show. Thank you, thank you so much. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, really honored that you guys invited me. And um, anytime, you know, I, I like chopping it up. So yeah, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll when the, yeah, when the series we'll definitely get you back before the season's over. When, when the it ends, over. no, when it ends, we we'll get you back at the end. All right, sounds good to me. Okay, thank you. All right, bye, guys. Have a good day. Oh, two great calls from the shop. Saturday. Two, two great. Hashtag all left combo. Three great calls today, huh? Yeah, three great calls. Don't forget Washington, Daniel Snyder, we was going there, Daniel Snyder. Yeah, uh, uh, the situation yeah. with the cheerleaders and yeah. all that. Yeah, so I didn't get to ask y'all, but what I wanted to ask y'all was, uh, you know, is it time for him to go? You know, with the whole Redskins thing, he went through the, he, it took him 50 years, and now he wants to admit that everybody was right all these years. 
Well, it, t- it didn't take um, him. It didn't take him fifty years. Obviously, let me take that back. I think all this is coming up because he he didn't want to go with the program. You know, times is changing. You gotta get the fuck out of here with this name. Like they got Black Lives Matter. No, I mean, well, we we know what happened. It was about the money. You but know, nah, that's why, but, nah, but that's why I'm saying that's what the cheering down are. The cheerleaders. This shit happened seven years ago, and it's coming out. And, I'm just saying like, though, but with all it, with the combination of both, now all this you letting all this go down like. You had to know something, right? Like you, they can't have a a system going on. And then I also wanted to say that's what I was hey, saying. You go Mark Cuban and say you know, same way Dallas Mavericks had this shit going. That's what I was saying um before before Tyler um called that he um damn I lost my train of thought. Excuse me, y'all. Uh, Oh no! It was it was so it was going on so bad in the in the in the the building. You feel me? That like female reporters who just come there to do their job. They saying they getting harassed. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like it was just going on. You feel me? Like so it's kind of hard to like to not know nothing. Like you know what I'm saying? In my opinion, but. So I copy that, but that has nothing to do with this. What I'm saying is, do you think Daniel Snyder should keep his job? Should he be? Should be? Should he be ushered out? Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, and Carolinas. And Carolinas. Hi, he had it on his logo. He had it on his fucking logo and said, I'm, I'm never changing it. Yeah, I mean, that was the logo and he grew up a fan. Yeah, just yeah, but, 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 hey, just because, but, but just because you're not a Native American, what if he had the niggas on his logo for the last 20 years? I mean, we talked about that last week. I wouldn't be offended. I ain't, I ain't that kind of, I'm not the guy. Nah, bro. You, but, well, well, so you don't think Daniel Snyder should have, I mean, you don't think David Sterling should have lost his job then? No, Donald Sterling was a different situation. What you mean? He said Donald, niggas. That's Donald, what he was doing. He's calling Sterling black people was, niggas. Why are you hanging with Donald, them niggas? Why are you bringing Donald them niggas Sterling to my games? You just asked me a question, then you going to talk over me before you let me answer. Donald Sterling, whole John was... I'm feeding them, I'm bathing them, why are you, I mean, not bathing them, I take care of them, why are you coming here with them, like, he was demeaning the people, just because you say nigga, it's just a word somebody made up, that's why I said the word nigga doesn't offend me, because it's a word somebody made up, they made it up to make you feel some type of way. Donald Sterling and Jerry um, Richardson lost their teams because of racist shit, man, because of racism, bro, and that risk and shit is racism, that's all I'm saying. Go ahead, sir. Mark Cuban, um, this is the exact same situation. 
no, I'm talking about like, no, nah, I'm talking about the same situation where they had it but it years been, upon years with the sexual. That but it hasn't been just that though. That's what I'm saying. Like that's just the last thing we heard about. It's been a whole lot of bullshit with this Washington team. Like it's been this shit over the years and years and years. Like it's just been shit. Like you know what I'm saying. So like. Absolutely, like you know what I'm saying? Like we already know, like they they're a racist franchise. They were the last franchise to allow that to have a black player on their team. Right. So like you know what I'm saying? Like so we're not gonna act like this, like yeah, like this is a, that's a racist ass team. That's why they so he needs to fuck to go. Like I said, Donald Sterling got the fuck out of here, it's no different. You can't keep doing all this next shit now, oh well, I didn't know it's because, because I didn't know about it. I still get the I still get the, own, I still get the um be the chairman of this team, like get the fuck out of here. That's, that's some bullshit, though. He 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 too stubborn. He too bullheaded. He part of the he part of the the the, the mockery that need to, that's the the organization shit that need to be blown up. And, exactly. And somebody else in there, man. Exactly. Exactly. Because you already know. Yeah, like, he one of the most not, powerful dudes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how many how many black quarterbacks they had? Like, they just drafted a black quarterback. And they trying to get they trying to get him out of there. Like and he ain't even play a year. Like he ain't even play half a year. Like they only have one I mean, so it's just like so they can talk all that bullshit, oh yeah, this is my guy and all of that. Like ain't nobody trying to hear that bullshit dance out like like Daniel Snyder was the one who wanted the Wayne Haskins because he's from D C. Jay Gruden didn't want the Wayne Haskins. I know that. That's, I, I know I know he allegedly wanted him, bro, like but again, when that when that shit start coming out, all of these little phantom little stories and all of that, that shit ain't coming out of nowhere, bro. Shit ain't coming out of thin air. The Redskins are reporting this shit. They saying certain shit like they trying to put this in there. Like that shit is phantom, bro. But if you think he should keep his job because, he, like I said, all of this next shit keep happening, you should still keep your fucking joint. Let Brick. Then that's cool on let, you. Let Brick go. Go ahead, Brick. Um, I, I want him out of here, period. Probably been a long um, long enough, then it should be been around. If, if that's the, I mean, if, if he's standing to this race skins and he ain't trying to fold and he just on some racist shit, yeah, he, he definitely gotta go. Um, like um, like like Sterling, because Sterling shit where he was on tape, you mean it was a little bit more um out in the open, but the players and you know and. People behind, behind um, closed doors and, and work around the organization and shit. They saying he probably on some racist shit. Yeah, he one hundred percent. He gotta go. He, his time is up. Period. So the team. I believe it's definitely time for him to go, and for this simple reason: some people that own teams just they're content with being that. So they're content with the job title and not the job description. Dan Snyder is the epitome of that. He just loves being an owner. He don't he don't give a fuck about nothing else. He don't got no owners though. Chairman. Copy. Whatever. No, he's saying how he feels though. What I'm saying is right, no he, he's one of those people that just give a he fuck about right. having the team. He don't give a fuck about nothing else. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially with some of them Community. owners, chairmen or whatever. There. They've been there so long. They stuck in their ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they enjoy that shit. I'm the chairman or owner of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm the owner of the fucking Washington Redskins. Like, you can tell Dan Snyder don't give a fuck because they haven't been good in a long time. He's just cool with being the owner. 
Like I'm, I'm the owner. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I hire y'all to do all that shit. Bro, Daniel Snyder spent the most money in free every year, bro. Yeah, but he sucks at, but he don't. That's, but that's not being a good owner. Like when you got a business or something, you, or, or you got something, you think just putting money out, putting money out ain't everything. You can put money out and fuck the money up. Yeah, you gotta be able to manage all Yeah, you ain't you're not managing the employees, you're not doing none of that shit. You just putting money out, hun. Hun, take that. Whatever we need, hun. No, hey, but like but hey, like you did, exactly. Like he likes to be in the room. Like you he likes to be in the room. Like you said, with all the other chairs, he likes to be the guy like I'm in the room with these guys. Like I'm one of those guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like you said, like he likes to he likes the title of it. Like he likes the title of it. That's exactly what it is. What he said he likes to be he likes to call himself a owner. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um. All right, so um, it's enough for the uh, Washington team. Um, so we had the Major League Baseball. We had the MLB opening day start the other day. Um, several of the teams took knees along. You know what I mean, with the coaching staffs and all that. Um, somebody joined us, echoing. But um, they uh. They stood for the flag afterwards, though. Um, some people still need for the flag, but um, they still made the gesture. I want to know how y'all feel about that. Um, was that something or not? Hi. Uh, I think it's just like the flag thing. Like, what are you going back? What are you staying for? What are you doing? When it's not game time, are you showing up at these rallies? Are you listening to these people? Are you moving a different way? That's the shit that matters. Standing or kneeling at the fucking anthem, holding the black uh, joint together. Nah, shit don't really mean nothing to me. Go ahead, boy. Uh, I think it's something just because it's baseball. You know I mean, mean it. Um, my words. Baseball, we talking about Major League Baseball. He is just playing shit again. What's up with your man? Huh? Hey, man. This nigga said he wanted to do karaoke. That was his joint. Um, he working on his bet you bag. Yeah. <laughs> um, it being though, it's major, we talking about Major League Baseball, though, right? Um, they ain't, uh, let's just say they ain't the, uh, the quickest to, to try to uh, jump the things, you know, that got to do with us, so. Just the fact that they did it, I'm gonna say it was something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it could be, it could be a step in the right direction. Yeah. See, I look at them joints like donating money to the Black Lives Matter cause. Like, what that mean? Um, Stokesy. Um, I definitely think that is something because at the end of the day, like that's the sport with the least amount of black people in it. You know what I mean? So they don't say it is. No, 
about your man spraying lights and all this shit? What the fuck? Hey, you got the roll over here. You ain't said marijuana or nothing. You ain't got me, No, he just, he just lights all choked the shit out of me. That's why I was coughing. Damn. KB, save your man, KB. Um, yeah, something big. Because baseball is the majority of, you know, not black people. So if they're taking a stand and showing their race and their, you know, the people that they're, you know, that's keeping an eye on them and love baseball and, you know, um, in tune with what's going on with their whole major league situation. By them kneeling and, and showing that Black Lives Matter, that is, that's, that's, that's major because I, I, a lot of us, we don't watch baseball. You know what I'm saying? We don't really... You know what's absolutely going on with them. You know, a lot of the time we know football and basketball. You know, we got our sports, but I don't think none of us is real heavy, heavy, heavy baseball fans. Yeah, I'm not locked in at all. Yeah, exactly. Me either. But you know, but so for them, like I said, for them to really take that stance and really show that, you know, they're you know Black Lives Matter and they're with you know with us and in the black community. I mean, it's definitely something major. I appreciate it. I Dominicans and Ricans, then maybe your Asians, right? Mm-hmm. So we might be third or fourth on that totem pole when it comes to that sport. So mm-hmm. it is a little bigger for them as opposed to the NBA where we dominate that. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, it is a bigger deal with baseball. Um, also on opening day, we had the um, Tampa Bay Devil Rays. We had their official Twitter account <clears throat> tweet out that you know. It was it was opening day and it was a beautiful day to arrest Brianna Teller's killer. So I want to salute them, you know, because See that? yeah, copy that. I, I, now that's that's putting action behind it. Um, because uh, you know, obviously they didn't have to do that, and you know they went out there and stepped out there and, and, and said, "Yo, lock these people up." You know what I mean? So I, I respect that. So I want to salute them on that. Yeah, NBA players had eighty-eight players did a Zoom call with her mom. Uh, yeah, shout out to like Tobias Harris too. Y'all see what he did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah
Then y'all, y'all seen what Tobias did? He said it all. Yeah, Tobias Paris, Patrick Beverly, LeBron. Uh, who else was it? Uh, they had a bunch of them, though. They, like I said, they did the call with her mom. Um, we can segue to LeBron real quick. Um, LeBron, y'all heard what he had to say, right? This boy still Love doing it. I get Love you. Off the court. Le- uh, LeBron, uh, we finally heard from him. What y'all think about what he what he finally had to say? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I liked it a lot, honestly, y'all. He basically was saying, like, you know, this thing don't stop. You know what I'm saying? It's no, it ain't no movement. Like this is what it is. Like until y'all make everything equal, it's just life. You know what I mean, we wake up with this shit. Shit ain't no movement. You know what I'm saying? So, like you know, the same typical. You know, every yard y'all go, we gotta go five. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some places ten, but that's how it is. So until y'all fix that shit, it ain't no movement. So I, I respect it. I like it a lot. I love what he said. You need more people like LeBron to stand up and say shit. I always respect LeBron off the court. And if you're waiting for equal, we're going to wait for a lifetime because this shit ain't going to never be equal. That's, why a, that's why he said this is a, a lifestyle. That's why he said this is a lifestyle. You wake Kyrie, up and it said, is. Yeah, you, can't, you can't take this shit off. Like, you wearing this 24-7, 365. But definitely respect what he said. Definitely stand with him on that tap down. Break. Rick, um, for sure. You know, LeBron definitely got a real, real, real big platform, and um, he, he 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 hit it right on the button. We're saying it's 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 much more than a movement. It's like the reality that us inner city kids and you know just black people, we the way we grow up. I mean, we probably so I'm not gonna say like um. um like used to it, but yeah, you know I mean, we we know what's going on, so we don't really like like we don't it don't it affect us, but it don't affect us maybe to that point where you know like it's like um stopping us from what we are doing or what we have planned for us. Like it's going on in the world, and like I said, us black folks, and uh, we know you know. Um, Damn, uh, we we feel what LeBron's definitely saying. Like I said, it's 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 more than a movement. This is a big time reality. The way of life, yeah. It's been a reality way before I was born, and you know, just hope that this generation, or you know, we can we can try to alter it a little bit. I don't know how much we can, but we're gonna try and, and do the best we can for our community. Sim, go ahead, close this out real quick. We got three minutes. I want to try to get something else in. You hit it right on the nose, man. That's just that's just how it is. Hey, go. You can try labeling a movement to act like we on something or, or we act crazy, but this just our life. This is this this all we know. LeBron and all of them are definitely on point. It's just with any with any journey or protest or whatever whenever you try to get a point across, you just gotta stay consistent, man. So once COVID let up and once all this once a year from now, two years from now, they just still need to be on it. We got to keep our foot and knee on their necks. Period. Um, real quick, last topic. Um, Ben Simmons, he he was admitted to a sports psychiatrist in order to help him um 
begin to feel comfortable shooting jump shots. They gave this man a sports psychiatrist. I never heard no shit like this in my life, but that's another story. Is is that an admission that this man is a mentally shot basketball player? That's yes. my question. Hey yes. says yes. Yes. Sim. No. Says no. No. It's not. Hi. I think no. I think he's just garbage. He has a bum mentality. He always got over on being 16. I can dunk on you. I think he's completely mentally shot. Absolutely. Stokesy. I told y'all before the show to skip me with this fucking bullshit. Shout out where those motherfucking Bro, this boy missed the ocean Bricky. on a boat with a fish. Bricky, is this a miss? Is, is that not a mission of mentally shot? Shot by him hiring a psychiatrist to help him with basketball. Yes, I think I can. I think I can. All right, Sim. When you play basketball, you don't. Let me go back to Sim real quick. Sim, because Sim, but because Sim is the only one who said no. So Sim, what? Why don't you think he's mentally shot, bro? Like, tell me why do you not think that? Because the boy, I'm saying. Because the boy, I'm saying.